What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. to all of you listening out there. I'm so happy to be here with you as always and uh, enjoying this holiday season as I hope you are too and and just doing so much, so busy, but I'm really loving it. And, you know, I was thinking about that the other day that here I am running around buying presents for everybody and baking cookies so that I can give them away as gifts to people I don't actually buy presents for. And, uh, you know, wrapping the gifts and decorating the tree and, and so on and so forth. And in the middle of it all, I've taken time to, to go to the spa and get a nice massage and body wrap. And I've gone to another place and gotten a manicure and pedicure. And I've met with friends for dinner and, and just, you know, for a glass of wine. And I've done lots of really nice things for myself. Not to mention, you know, being out Christmas shopping and playing the one for them, two for me game, which is always really a lot of fun because you can get some great bargains out there, right, at this time of the year. So I've done a lot of things for myself. And I was wondering about... How many people do that? How many people take care of themselves over the holidays? And I'll bet you that not a lot do. And especially, and I could be wrong here, so guys, call in, speak up if I'm wrong, but especially women, because I think in most households, women tend to be the ones who do the the bulk of the holiday shopping and the bulk of the holiday cooking and the decorating and the writing out the, the holiday cards. If you send out Christmas cards or any kind of holiday cards, I think that women tend to do more of that than the men do in, in the household. So as I said, hey, guys, call in, speak up if I'm wrong. But that's just my perception of the world, maybe because I'm a woman. <laughs> but so, so women, you know, I wonder how many take time to slow down during this season and think about themselves. But then I took it a step further and I started thinking about all of the clients I've had over the years who simply don't do nice things for themselves. They don't take care of themselves in ways that, that we really, really deserve. And, and I thought, how sad. Why is that? I started thinking about it. And I thought, you know what? I need to do a show on this. I need to talk about this. Because in my experience as a coach, you know, people, entrepreneurs specifically, don't slow down and do nice things for themselves. And I have found that some people believe that taking care of themselves and treating themselves with the same kindness and generosity and spirit that they treat others is self-indulgent, right? And, and some don't want to take the time to learn new habits, to change that. 
and to place attention on their own needs and desires. A lot of guilt plays in here. A lot of guilt. And women in particular think, well, gosh, you know, if I take the time to do this, I'm taking time away from my family. And men oftentimes think, well, gosh, and I'm, I'm taking time away from, from my job. And I, as the provider, that's probably not what I should be doing, taking time off, you know, away from my family because I'm gone so much for the, for the job. Okay, so in my years of experience, though, people who think this way are typically overworked, unhappy, they're exhausted, their, their business, if they're entrepreneurs, their business isn't making the kind of money and gaining the kinds of strides that it should and could. And many of the people who, who treat themselves like this are nowhere near the level of success that they could achieve. And some are even really, really hurting themselves, not just physically and emotionally, but also hurting their businesses. And that's something that I can say to, to get their attention, to get their, the clients who, you know, aren't, aren't doing themselves a service and taking care of themselves as they should, to get them, them to sit up and pay attention. And that is that you're hurting your business and you're hurting your family. And yes, you're hurting your children. You're hurting the people who love you if you're not taking good care of yourself. So, I think it's important that we take time to look at the psychology behind that lack of self-care. What causes it? Why do we fall into that mindset? And how do we change it? And that's what I'm hoping to talk about here, okay? Because we want to get you um, to that place that you can appreciate yourself as well as others, as well as everything that you contribute to this world. Because you know what? You bring a lot of unique gifts and talents to this world, even though you may not think so. And people who don't, don't act in kindness toward themselves um, oftentimes don't believe that, don't believe that they bring a lot of unique gifts and talents to this world. And I'm here to tell you that you can now, if you can learn to turn the love that you show others inward and really hold that love in your heart so that it's, it's self-directed, you can change so much about your life. Now, I've worked with, I, I almost always have at least one or two clients in, in my in my client list that I'm actively coaching who fall into this category where they, they believe that if they do nice things for themselves, if they go that extra mile for themselves, if they take time away from the family or time away from the business, that is self-indulgent, selfish, and that is going to hurt someone. Well, I'll tell you what, you're causing more pain by not doing it. But this can all change. It's just a simple shift in mindset, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because it doesn't seem simple until you've achieved it, okay? In retrospect, you'll look back and say, wow, you know, why didn't I do this years ago? And, and then is when you can sit back and say, well, yeah, it, it, was, it was helpful and it was easy. It was a simple shift in mindset. And a newfound appreciation of your special gifts and qualities and just your spirit you can turn your life around and your business 
all by just raising your self-awareness and acting on the desires that you may currently feel are selfish and indulgent. But I'm here to tell you that they're not. So, you know, the calendar is kind of funny. I was thinking about this too, just how we have Valentine's Day, we have the holidays, you know, the Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate, holidays at this time of the year. We have, um, you know, so many days on the calendar that are filled with reminders to show appreciation to the important people in our lives. There's not one single day on the calendar that reminds us to turn our love and appreciation inwards. You know, like where is National Self-Help Day or Self-Love Day or Self-Awareness Day or whatever it is? Where is it? I don't see it on the calendar anywhere, do you? I think we ought to petition Hallmark or whoever puts those wonderful things on the calendar. I think it would be good to celebrate ourselves for a change. And I hope that after this show, you'll feel the same. So, you know, here's here are a few things that I thought about that are signs that you fall into this personality profile, the, the one where you don't take care of yourself and maybe you don't recognize yourself and love yourself enough. And uh, one of them is... Um, quick fixes, and you may not see them this way, but people typically prefer things that are enjoyable in the short term to things that are beneficial in the long term, okay, but maybe less pleasant in the short term. So so people continue to do things like overeat or, or drink to excess, even though it can be harmful in the long run, you know, but you're enjoying it now. And so if you find that maybe you're overweight or you smoke or you find yourself drinking a little too much or you don't really feel like you can control your alcoholic intake or you're a workaholic, okay, that is often indicative of the personality that that doesn't take care of themselves uh, in any way, doesn't um, even go out to get those massages or play that extra golf game for a little more relaxation or meditate or spend time honoring their faith. And it's also why people may opt out against healthy living, eating healthy and regular exercise, doing things in the short term, because it's not pleasurable necessarily uh, in, in the, in the short term to benefit yourself in the long term. So, we want to take a look at some of the other personality types. So that's one of them. And uh, when you're not showing enough love and appreciation, you'll exhibit a number of behaviors. And we've got some mindset tips here on the show as well to look at how you can change that if you want to. Now, one thing I would tell you before we get into more is that you're going to want to consider journaling your way through this. That act of journaling will raise your awareness and help you to see where you need to improve and help you to see how far you've come. And journaling, I I just am, even though I've been doing it for many, many, many years, I'm in constant awe of it because the, the awarenesses and the truths that come out and the creativity that comes out while you're journaling is amazing. So if you're not a journaler, give this a try. Journal about it. Think about it. Write about how you feel. 
write down the things you're doing to change. Journaling, you see, is just another act of self-love. And once you experience that, you'll know exactly what I mean. So again, it's one of those things where I can say it's simple, but you won't be able to say it's simple until you're looking at it in retrospect, until you've sat down and you've gotten in the habit of journaling at least a couple or a few times a week. It's not self-indulgent. It is not robbing you from time from your family because you're going to be a better person for it. So we'll talk more about journaling and these other behavior patterns that you may or may not see in yourself uh, so that you can start taking a look at how you treat yourself and how you can be better to yourself. We'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hey kids, do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on TogiNet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein. So why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein, Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. So we're here today talking about self-love and appreciation and how you can turn some of that love that you're so busy sharing with others and those expressions that you use to express your love with others, how you can turn some of that inward so that you can produce the kind of love you really want in the world. And an important thing to remember here is that when you love yourself and you love others, 
and you express this love in a really healthy way, it's going to change your entire, the entire balance of your world. You'll notice more abundance. You'll notice a different kind of people coming into your life. You'll notice an awareness around things that you never had before, an appreciation for things that you never had before, and a calmness, a stillness that will enable you to work more productively and make better choices. And you may even begin to make better choices for yourself in terms of health. I mean, that's one of the ways that we love ourselves, right, is is by exercising and eating right and giving up foods that don't, don't agree with your body and going to the doctor and, you know, going to the health club and doing all these things. This is one of the ways we, we can love ourselves. But there are ways that also give us short-term gratitude that we can pamper ourselves like I did in this this last week by going to the spa and, and and having dinner with friends and all those things so so hang in there let's uh, talk about whether or not this is you because you may not be fully aware that you fall into this behavior pattern so one of the signs I see in the personality profile of people who don't take care of themselves well and don't love themselves well the top one is negative self-talk all right here's the question when you make a mistake or when you drop something or you don't see something that you you think should have been very apparent and clear for you or maybe you say something in public that is embarrassing or or you may regret or you think it came out wrong or uh, you know any number of things but but when you make a mistake of some sort or something you're not happy about do you call yourself names do you say things like oh stupid you know or what a what a screw up I am or damn it you know and start swearing at yourself or whatever do you call yourself names or even throw fits of anger and here's another one blaming others um, I had an experience with with an acquaintance the other day where we were all carpooling somewhere and the person who claimed to know how to get to our destination um, got very nervous when someone questioned her and said, are you sure you know how to get us there? We don't want to get lost. Well, she became nervous, and I'm sure that it contributed to the fact that she did get us very, very lost. And her mood kept escalating and escalating the, the, the frustration and the anger, and she began lashing out at all of us in the vehicle, sort of um, pointing the blame at us. If, if you guys hadn't have said what you said, if you all hadn't attacked me, which... I mean, if you know me well enough by now that, you know, I don't go around attacking people verbally or physically in any way. Um, if you all hadn't uh, done this and done that, then I would have never, I would have been able to concentrate. And I would have been able to get us there. Okay. That's huge. And this is a person who doesn't show herself enough self-love. And so blaming others is, is a huge sign of this. Okay. Uh, this is this is one sure sign of self-loathing rather than self-love, the negative self-talk and such. So instead, try, you know, it's easy enough to say, well, just stop. Just stop treating yourself like that. Just stop calling yourself names. Just stop blaming others. But these are lifelong patterns that we're in, right? So try this when you can. This is something I do all the time in situations that I think would be normally upsetting uh, to people who who don't have this practice well in hand, I observe. I I refrain from saying anything, 
And I step back and I take that bird's eye view from 5,000 feet during an upsetting kind of a situation. You know, oftentimes we're over responding or negatively responding because we're overwhelmed, we're preoccupied, we're not present. That is usually when we make our mistakes. You know, if you begin to lose patience with yourself, take a deep breath and think about how you would treat someone you love when they make the same mistake. And then turn around and treat yourself in the same way. So when I was in the car with uh, with my friend who who got so upset with herself, I, you know, I told her that I understood how difficult it was to try and give directions from the back seat and, and how different it is when you're actually not the one driving. And when I get lost myself, that's exactly how I would treat myself with kindness. I would say, well, you know, you're just not great at directions. So what can you do instead of driving around in frustration and with impatience and feeling angry and upset that you may be late or you're taking extra time to get there? Stop, pull over, consult the GPS, call someone, you know, just take the time to focus and really think about where you're at. And that's exactly, you know, the way I treated my friend is exactly the way I treat myself. Just before this show, <laughs> True Confessions, I'd forgotten to plug in my Mac and uh, I wanted it plug plugged into the power source rather than taking a chance while I was on air. So I was thinking about the things I was going to say on the show. I was doing the things that I need to do, you know, to prepare for the show and running up the stairs after retrieving my power cord. And I slipped and fell up the stairs. Now, I think a lot of people would be very upset and angry with themselves. And that was my initial gut, like, you know. But I stopped myself in time and I did that bird's eye view trick and, and saw how ridiculous <laughs> I looked laying on the stairs and thought, how many people fall up the stairs, you know? And I started to laugh and I just cut myself this slack and took in the reminder that that happened because I was not present. I was all over the place. I was thinking about the fact that I hadn't plugged in my laptop about some of the things that I wanted to talk about here with you today um, about rushing to make sure that I was on time for when my wonderful producer called me and you know all of these things I wasn't present I wasn't thinking about what I was doing and I felt and so it's a great reminder and no I'm not hurt <laughs> thank you <laughs> but it's a great reminder to remain present so that negative self-talk boy get that in check that's the number one way that you can love yourself practice treating yourself in the way that you treat others okay and i know that you treat others really really beautifully and really well so that'll be all good and easy okay number two actually this is number three because we we talked about something going into break too but the next one is staying too busy okay when i have a coaching client or even a friend who cites a lack of time for their inability to rest and play and do things for themselves that they would enjoy and work out or cook for themselves. You know what? I can usually prove them wrong. <laughs> okay. I, you know, as a coach, I call people on their stuff. That's my job is to help people to look inward and to really realize when appropriate 
as needed, I should say, that they're bluffing themselves, that they're pulling the wool over their own eyes and to help them see that, yeah, they don't really believe their excuses. No one is too busy to take care of themselves. And if you are, then you need a life revision because that's not good. What good are you going to do anyone if you're dead, right? So people who don't appreciate themselves often feel guilty for taking time to self-nurture, relax, and play. And they unconsciously busy themselves with menial tasks instead. So think about the things you do during your day where it takes up time and the time could possibly be used to do something special for you. Really reflect upon it. Take a minute now to think about it. And again, you'll break out that journal and you'll start making lists. And it's really a great idea. This is something I have my clients do all the time. To keep a piece of a pad of paper next to you during the day or to open up a document on your computer and spend a few days journaling, just writing down. I'll, I'll get away from the word journal for those of you who don't like it. Write down the way you spend your hours. Okay, because I can promise you that if you're somebody who is overwhelmed and busy, you're wasting a ton of time. Okay, so write down where you spend your hours. And if you're doing things like going over and over something and trying to make it perfect, um, well, I'll tell you what, you can you can go over your work a million times and it's never going to be perfect because you're human. Um I oftentimes write my ink column and I'll spend like two hours rewrite in rewrites and and then I'll go back and look at it three months later or a year later as I'm reviewing some of my work or looking for something I'll say oh gosh I could have made that so much better you know we can never get away from the inclination to make something better if you're an entrepreneur with employees and you're spending a lot of time um, babysitting, for lack of a better word, directing your employees, well, then your systems aren't in place and you really do need a coach. So call me. Um, if you may be refilling your paper clips a million times, I'll tell you again, boy, this is a show of true um, confessions here from Marla Tabaka. One of the things that I can fall into when I don't know what to do next or when I'm avoiding something is to play computer solitaire. Okay. And it's, it's so, you know, when I find myself doing that, I know that I'm stuck on something. And so it's a sign for me to step back and to break out that journal or to meditate or something like that and, and really regain my, my conscious thought because that's just not a good sign when I start playing computer solitaire. So luckily I can, I can uh, report that I haven't been doing a whole lot of that lately because my direction has been good. So how do you procrastinate? How do you spend too much time staying busy? Be honest with yourself and think about what you may be avoiding. And we're going to go into break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about, um, again, a list-making method that you can use to get out of that avoidance stage and to start making sense out of things again and start taking some action so that you can afford that time for you.
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stegman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo-hoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And I hope you're hanging in here through this show because sometimes it's hard, self-awareness and and the thought of change and self-growth can be very difficult. And so we'll often deny ourselves the the time that it takes and the thought and, and yes, even the pain that it can take to really grow and to really change. So if you've hung in there and and you're really listening and observing and, and giving some thought to what we're talking about here today, then good for you. I applaud you because, you know, you're ready. You're ready. And that's a great sign. So we were talking about the the tendency to stay too busy. And if you feel like you're rushing around like a chicken without a head and you don't have time for yourself and you always put yourself last, well, then here, this really is a good sign that that you need to give yourself some help. And a couple of things that you can do. We're going to take a little sidebar here about productivity, especially for business owners. This is incredibly, incredibly important. And, And for People who work, you know, in the corporate environment, too. If you're more productive, then you'll actually have this time for yourself and your family and, and to do the things that you, you don't normally do. So here's the thing. 
You may not like list making, but I can tell you that you'll be so much more productive if you have a daily task list. I have actually experimented on my own with myself a number of times just to make sure that I'm looking at this accurately. I've gone a week or two without a list and then I've gotten back into, you know, doing my list. And I can tell you that I measure myself as being about 70% more productive when I have a list. And there are a number of reasons why. First of all, when you have a list, you know the direction you're going. That means that you've gained some clarity about your direction. And that is hugely important. And secondly, oftentimes, if you if you don't have a list, have you ever noticed that you sit down and you think about what you're to do next and you end up procrastinating? You end up playing that computer solitaire or you end up picking up the phone or doing things or redoing things that aren't important and filling that paperclip container uh, more often than, than you need. It's okay if the paperclips are half full or half empty. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll also fall into a rut at times. I know I do. If I don't have a list going, it means I don't have clarity about my next steps and I'm not staying productive and organized, and I can get really, really down. And I know that is true for most of the people I know. And so make sure to increase your productivity to have a list. The second thing that you want to do, and, and again, this is all based on whether or not you have clarity around your big picture goal, your vision, you know, where you want to go in, say, 2014. If you don't, again, call me, right, because I can help you with that. Contact me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com, and uh, we'll do a free consult so that we can really look at whether or not it can help you and how I can help you and how your life can change. Uh, because it's important to have clarity around that big picture goal. People who are too busy to take care of themselves also tend to lack that clarity. And uh, that's just huge. Once you gain that, then you know your world will just change a lot. So have that list going and reduce interruptions. Very, very critical to reduce interruptions. Now, even if you're a stay-at-home parent, interruptions happen, right? Because you have the kids. It's just a constant interruption. <laughs> the whole day is a pattern interrupt, right? It's just constant. But if you can get on a schedule with your kids and make sure they have a regular nap time, or if you're a stay-at-home mom or dad and you have a business and you're taking care of the kids, you need to be having someone else care for those kids for certain hours of the day. I mean, that's just a fact. You're not going to get your business where you want to unless you want to put off your success until the kids are in school. That's fine. That's your choice. And I've worked with moms um, who've done that. And, and it's been miserable for them, I'll confess, because that delayed gratification and the delayed success is very, very difficult. But some people do make that choice, and it's okay as long as you can live with the consequences and remind yourself constantly of the benefits of, of delaying that success and those, those, that satisfaction that you get. But if you're an entrepreneur who is in a workplace and you allow interruptions, you pick up the phone every time it rings, you answer every email as it comes in, you do every task as it comes along, then you're not being productive. And 
you may want to challenge me on that because you'll say, hey, but I'm busy and I'm getting things done. There's a difference between getting things done and being highly productive. Okay, so you are wasting up to 40%, that's 40% of your time if you're allowing interruptions. It is very, very important that you create a system to not allow those constant interruptions. And again, that's something we can talk more about. That's something that um, I can help you with if you're constantly being interrupted. So limit those interruptions, make your list. Now here's the third thing to do. How often do you actually have time on your hands? It comes up every now and then, maybe on a weekend, and you say, oh, I could actually do something and I feel like getting out. I don't feel like laying around and relaxing and, and I want to do something something fun or really cool for myself, but I can't think of anything. Okay. Or how many times are you out with friends and, and you say, oh, geez, it'd be great to do something. What can we do? Or with your spouse or your significant other and you can't think of something. Make a list there too. You can tell I'm a big advocate of lists, but I'll tell you to get things out of your head and onto paper is very freeing and helps you find that clarity that you may be seeking. So when you think of things, I keep a little notepad. Well, I used to keep a notepad in my purse. Now I have my iPhone and I, I use that notes function in my iPhone. When I think of a movie I want to see or an activity I want to do, or somewhere that I've never been that I want to go for a few hours in the afternoon, I put it in my iPhone. And then when my friends and I say, well, gosh, what can we do today? Or I'm sitting around on a Sunday afternoon thinking, all right, I'm not going to do housework and I'm not going to do work work. I need to do something for me. I can consult that list and um, I can find something. And it just makes it so much easier. So if you have that go-to list, you won't have to give it any thought and may not talk yourself out of something that puts you in the spotlight or something that you enjoy. So indulge a little and you're, you might just get used to it. You might just enjoy indulging in things that you, you take pleasure in. So, all right, we're on to our third behavior and there are more believe me there are more but these are these are the top ones that I see the top three or four things that you know I see people doing delaying that gratification um, or not delaying it actually um, because they don't exercise or they get into habits that are not healthy because they prefer the instant gratification that was number one that we talked about and um, Number two was the negative self-talk and treating yourself in, in ways that you wouldn't treat others and having expectations of yourself that you would never, ever, ever place on others. Okay, think about that. The third one was staying too busy. And this fourth one is putting everyone else first. And we certainly talked a little bit about that. At, on the top of the show, at the top of the show, about putting everyone else first. And that's that's truthfully a number one sign. And I always say that the airlines say it best. When you're on an airplane and they're going through the safety features, what is the number one thing that you hear them say, right? Please apply your own oxygen mask before assisting young children and those around you, <laughs> right? And in other words, what good are you to others if you're dead? 
Okay, I'm going to put it that bluntly. If you're smoking, you're eating poorly, you're not exercising, you're not pampering yourself, you're not taking time to relax, to to meditate, to pray, to journal, to go to church, whatever is important, your time in nature, you're killing yourself. And you're not going to be around for those that you love. You're actually damaging your relationships, not only because you're killing yourself, but because you're not happy. You're not as happy as you could be. You don't feel as good as you can be. And you're probably cranky. <laughs> okay. How often do you yell at the kids and then think later, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that? Or why do I act like that? Why do I respond like that? What's wrong with me? Or I'm a terrible dad or an awful mom. How often does that happen? You know, if you find yourself thinking that way, then there is a problem. And you need to put on your own oxygen mask, okay? Taking care of yourself is an expression of self-love. And that's all there is to it. Taking care of yourself is an expression of self-love. Think about that. When you care enough about yourself, it tells those around you that you love them enough to stick around and that you love them enough to find your happiness. And this is not a selfish act. Ironically, most people who bow to the needs of others do it to satisfy their own needs, not those of everyone else. So in other words, um, if you're constantly taking care of others, you're in an avoidance method. You're, that you're using that as an avoidance method. And you're not looking at yourself. And so in a way, you're satisfying your own need to avoid. And if you were to ask your spouse or your parent or your friend, maybe even your children, what their expectations of you are, I can promise you that their thoughts would differ from your own quite a bit. I had a client in here a couple of months ago who, who said she can't spend time on her business because her husband works so hard and he's away so many hours that it's her job to be home to keep the house clean and have a nice meal ready and to, to bow to the every need of their children. And so when we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you what I said to that client, what I suggested to her, and what the outcome was, and how much it actually ended up changing her life. And I want you to listen up. If this sounds like you, okay, you've got to take care of yourself as an expression of love to others. And we will be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo? 
that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And please make sure and head on over to Inc. Magazine online to check out this week's article if you're an entrepreneur. It's about stepping up your customer service game, especially during the holidays. And I tell my little story about buying my MacBook Pro and what a customer service adventure it was. A good one. And uh, there are 10 tips from Haro's Peter Shankman. Uh, and his his new business partner over there. So please uh, check it out, inc, I-N-C dot com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, and you'll see my pieces there. I'd love to hear from you. If you have a topic that you'd like covered or an expert that you'd like to see me interview, I can do that for you. So let me know. Going into break, I was telling you the story of the uh, woman who wanted to spend more time in her business, but had put it on the back burner from guilt, out of guilt, because her husband worked so hard and she felt it was it was her duty in life to keep a clean house, uh, take the kids everywhere, keep the kids busy and to have a hot meal, delicious meal on the, on the table every single night. And so I said to her that perhaps she should ask her husband about that to see if that expectation is hers or his or if it's somehow manufactured. And, and she was just shocked at, at the thought that she shouldn't could do that. But she did. Kudos to her. She did. She went home that, that very night, and she told him her feelings. And the poor guy was insulted. 
he said, he said, do you think I'm a caveman or something for crying out loud? You know, you do, you do so much around here. It's almost too much. And I want to see you happy. And, uh, and Hey, if you can pull in some, some more revenue from your business, that would be great too. And so, you know, what, what she realized from that conversation was a, she was wrong about her husband, but you know, she really wasn't because deep down inside she knew that she was making excuses, that there was some fear around launching that business, some fear around spending that time on her own for something that she wanted to do for herself. And so we had to work on that. And again, wow, I mean, just amazing that she stepped up to the plate and she did that and she took care of those fears. And today she is taking those steps. She's taking those steps to build a fabulous business and, and do what she loves too, in addition to loving her time with her family and doing things for her family. And yes, now she's finding the time. Isn't that amazing? It's just amazing how that happens. So, you know, now you take time to think about the excuses that you make and ask your spouse, parent, friend, whoever, your children even, what their expectations are. I'm certain that it would be different. So give that a try. Now that you've made a list of things that are important to you, activities that you can do just for yourself and goals you can, you can make and you know, self-pampering things you can do, determine your non-negotiables. Things that you absolutely positively need to get in that 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 personal schedule, if you will. Uh, things like exercise or proper nutrition, some time alone. That's really important to me that I have that time, that space to do my own thing. Really important to me. Um, a monthly massage. Is this something you really need and deserve and want? A night out with the girls or the guys or getting in that extra golf game or sporting event, whatever it is. And now here's the, here's the, the make or break it point. Here's the success or failure point. Schedule these things on your calendar and treat these activities, these dates with yourself just like you would a date with a very important client. Um, these, this is a non-negotiable. These cannot be broken. You wouldn't cancel a meeting with your client. And so you're not going to cancel this time that you have for you. And as you become healthier and more balanced and acknowledge your own deserving, those around you are going to appreciate you all the more. And again, you'll find profitability rising. You'll find more time, you'll find just some amazing things happening. So I hope that that these aware these are awarenesses that may call a thing or two to attention for you, to your attention, and that I've given you some direction and how to shift, how to how to shift your mindset, how to shift the pattern, because it's so important. And I put together another little list here. Uh, things that we can do to really enhance our ability to love ourselves. And it all starts from within. But some of it is outgoing too, like treating others with the love and respect. Bringing joy to other people's lives is going to help you to find joy in your own. Just don't overdo it. Okay, make sure you find the time to make that joy happen, to bring to bring the things that make you happy to fruition. Okay, and make sure you don't 
just be kind to others to fill a void in your own life, okay? You know, go out there and, and do a random act of kindness. That's great. But accept those acts of kindness in return as well. And again, you know, expressing yourself in a journal is so important. And it helps. You may not, if you find yourself, oh my goodness, I, I have someone who I encounter every now and again who does nothing but complain. Okay, and she complains about everything, what's going on in her family, what's going on in her business, with blah, 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 blah. And I, I can't help but think to myself, oh, my goodness, you're not taking any time to, 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 to try and change, to try and fix any of it. And that all starts from within. But trust me, she just is not in a place in her life where she wants to look within. And uh, I hopefully she comes to that someday. And so if you're one of those people that you find yourself complaining and telling everyone else your problems, then break out that journal and that is really going to change your life. And you have to be ready for that. Okay. So forgiveness is another really important way to bring happiness and joy to your life. If you're someone who holds on to past events, you know what? You deserve a new beginning. Okay, you deserve to let go of those events. Get that grief, that disappointment, that anger, whatever it is out of you. And if you need help doing that, you have a couple of choices. If something as simple as journaling doesn't do it, which if that's a big part of your life, it it probably won't. I'll be very honest. Um, And maybe you've tried therapy. And sometimes some practices, some therapy practices, some therapists allow the client to go on and on about the past, thinking that, okay, that letting it go is going to help. But we have to reframe it. We have to do something more than just talk about it. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face. So something that is much more proactive is uh, the energy psychology technique, EFT tapping, or emotional freedom techniques. And uh, I'm a practitioner, and there are thousands of wonderful practitioners out there. Uh, Look into EFT or biofeedback or something like that, something that is actually going to help you to reframe things and see things in a new perspective. Another really, really uplifting thing is to use affirmations. Okay, and you may think they're corny, but I'll tell you what, they're very scientific. Okay, affirmations actually re uh, train your brain. Okay, and it can help you to break the old patterns of the negative self talk as you say really, really kind things to yourself. Um, I have the courage to love myself. It can be something that simple. I deserve to be loved and to love. It can be something so simple. But read them out loud every single day and uh, and try to do like 10 affirmations a day and start to see how you begin to believe them. And they begin to be your reality. I'll tell you what. This is kind of a, I mean, I do use affirmations, but this this story is a little more grounded. You may be able to buy into it a little more. When I first started coaching, gosh, 10, almost 11 years ago, I didn't believe in myself as a coach. I was like, who who am I to help people? You know, sure, I have this training, but uh, hello, you know. And so I joined a Leeds club. 
I joined uh, Business Networking International and I started getting up there talking as though it is. I am a coach and this is what I do and these are the people I help and these are the results that they get. Even though at that point I had only helped a few, a handful of people and I had done it for free. Okay. But doing that helped me to step into that role of a coach and to believe in myself. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And uh, it definitely changed the outlook for my career. Most certainly it did. So that's how affirmations can work too. So put up those statements, put them on sticky boards in a bathroom mirror or something like that. And, uh, you know, sometimes I even talk to myself in the mirror. And it's, it's, it's really, really, really a positive thing to do, to, to shift states. Okay, a little NLP trick here, neuro-linguistic programming. You may know Tony Robbins. You know, he sort of really brought neuro-linguistic programming out into the open, if you will, a number of years ago. Shifting states. If you find yourself down, depressed, angry, frightened, get up, move around. Break that pattern. And, you know, something I used to have to do when I was ready to give a speech or, um, you know, even come on air my first few times before doing my show some years ago here on TogiNet, would I would I would walk around the room just saying very empowering things. I am an expert on this topic. I do deserve to be here. I help people all over the world, you know, and I say these things in very convincing tones. And before you know it, your state has changed and you're feeling great and you've been uplifted. So those are some little tips, really tiny things that you can do to really start changing who you are in the sense of how you take care of yourself and what you think about yourself. Again, I'd love to work on this with you. So give me a holler. Reach out to me through my website at MarlaTabaka.com. Find me on Twitter at MarlaTabaka. And, uh, of course, Marla Tabaka on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. So go on, head on over to any of those sites and, and, uh, and reach out, and you'll hear from me soon. Thanks so much for being here with me today. I enjoy being here each and every week with you every Monday at the same time. And um, I look forward to being here next week too. So make sure to head on over to Inc. for those customer service tips from Peter Shankman, and I'll see you in a week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if